we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Proverbs chapter 4, I want to set context with this text right here. It's going to bless your life. Listen to what it says. You heard it before, I want you to see it again. Here's what it says, Proverbs 4 and 7. He says, uh, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get what? All right. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Listen to me. Over the past five weeks, we have been giving you understanding. We wanted you to have an understanding following this scripture. Uh, the scripture says that don't just have people doing stuff and saying stuff and not understand what it is that they're dealing with and what they're doing. Uh, it's hard to win a battle when you don't know your enemy. Um, Tito and those who play football, and all those who play other sports, but football, I think, is one of the perfect examples. Uh, one of the key things that good professional football players do, serious football players do, they study the opponents. They study defensive schemes and offensive schemes. They spend their whole week watching tapes because they understand in order to defeat the enemy, you got to know the enemy that you're fighting. Now, what we were doing in these last five weeks was teaching us the enemy and what we did in, in, in showing us uh, the bondage that we have to sin, we exposed something that many of us didn't know. We thought our sin problem was a devil problem. And over the last five weeks, we dispelled that myth. Your sin problem is not a devil problem. Y'all get that, right? I mean, don't let me start the five weeks over again. Because we were trying to explain to you that your problem and your bondage to sin is not the devil. It's not an external fight. It's an internal fight. It is you that brings you to sin. It is the devil that gains access when you bring you to sin. But it's you that brings you to sin. And so over the last five weeks, we were exposing this and showing you these needs that you have because we established the fact that every sin that you commit is an endeavor to satisfy a need. It's your attempt, futile attempt, to, uh, to meet a void that exists in your life. Uh, we told you that these are identified, they are identified, these needs, these voids, are identified in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 31 by Jesus. Jesus says there are three things that you really need. They are, this need to eat, the need to drink, and the need to be clothed. I'm going deeper this morning, going further, and so let's stay on, hold on tight, and I know I only got a few minutes. He says there are three things. Number one, number one he says you, our need to eat. 
This speaks to our need for substance and sustenance. All those things that are necessary to function on this earth are in this category. All right, we done with that. Number two, our need to drink. And this speaks to our need for pleasure. I just got to pause it one more time. Someone say this, I need pleasure. You need to understand that's something you need. And you are made in the image and likeness of God. And guess what? Guess what? Say what? God needs pleasure. That don't make no sense. Yes, it does. The Bible says without saying, now when I say, when I say he needs it, I'm not saying that he's dependent upon it, but you can, it can make sense right here. Watch this. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to do what? To do what? Many of us didn't realize this. You, you know where the word pleasure comes from? Okay, so he said, and, and we were told to live by what? Live by what? And what does faith do? And so God then shows us that even he desires pleasure. And your faith pleases him. And if you're made in his image and likeness, you too need to be pleased. Don't let nobody fool you to believe and you can go through life without being pleased. Okay, keep on going, because um, I ain't going to start preaching that all over again. We told you that the need to be pleased can be broken down into three areas. Am I talking too fast? Okay, they, to be broken, they can be broken down into three areas. The need for acceptance, the need for stimulation, and the need for celebration. Say that. Acceptance, stimulation, celebration. Say it again. Say, I need them. All three of them. All three, T-R-E-E. -E. You need all three of them. Acceptance, stimulation, and celebration. Lastly, there's the need to be closed, the third area of need. Finally, this speaks to our need to feel safe. This is our need for health, security, and direction. Last week, I didn't go deep into the direction in the second service, but it is critical to understand this. This is why many persons are in bondage to their spiritual leader there's a need for direction that's why spiritual leaders have the ability to manipulate people hmm. especially if they are prophetic because I don't care how holy ghost you think you are how manly you think you are how mature you think you are there's a need on the inside of you for direction we want to know that we can get guidance somewhere so hmm these three areas, Jesus says, all of us have these three needs in our life. And we will all do things to satisfy these needs, whether consciously, but most time they're subconscious. That we don't even realize what we're doing is trying to meet these needs that exist in our life. Let me keep on going. I'm going to go a little further. Uh, so whether you are someone that God saved yesterday, or whether you are a master prophet or a chief apostle, whether you are a new convert or a seasoned saint, you all have these needs and you want them to be filled in your life. Now, when you watch this, when you watch this text in, in uh, Matthew 6, verse 32, he says that the Gentiles, um, they, they need these things and they seek these things. When the word, when the word then need, these needs that we have, the word needs, it actually means to be in want of. So this is more than just a need, it is a desire. 
So you don't just need those, you desire them. And the word to be in want of suggests a void. When these are not filled, you, are, you end up with a void. And whenever there's a void, there's an attempt to fill the void. And if you can't find what fills the void, you get the next closest thing. There is something that is designed to fill the void, but if you can't find that, okay, let me make this plain to make sure you all stay involved. Uh, the season that Robin and I refer to every once in a while, that season of, um, you know, being in between blessings, <laughs> you left one blessed place and you reached the next best place, blessed place yet, so you sit in the middle. In that season, um, Barry, you want minced crawfish. That's, that's the void that you have. It's a void in your heart for minced crawfish. But when you check your pocket and you realize that's not available, you go through aisle seven, you find sea bass. In water. Yes, yeah, in water. You find sea bass in water. You cut a couple of them bad boys open. You steam, it start the same way. Start the same way. You cut them ribs up and you put that stuff in there and you make that paste up in there and you dump them bad boys in there and you line that down. And you close your eyes over some white rice. Uh, and pear in season. Ay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You cut them, cut them pear right, design it. Put a nice design in that pear. You cut that and you angle that and you sit down on the plate. Let it, let it, slide, let it slide on the plate. And let it lean. You don't put it up straight. You let it lean. Look at y'all. Y'all crazy. Yeah. Uh, when there's a void, you're going to fill that void. Oh, you seeing me? You're going to fill it. And if you can't find what you want to fill it, you're going to find the next closest thing. And there have been some times where I wanted I wanted crawfish. There wasn't no tuna, so I had tea and bread. I'm, I'm trying to show you something. I'm trying to show you something. That I really wanted the, the crawfish, ain't had no tuna, and end up eating tea and bread because Grammy told you a belly full is a belly full. You see? And, and, and many of you have skipped from crawfish. Hmm, some of y'all eating dry crackers now. And in your mind, it was crawfish, but now you're down to dry crackers. Glory to God. I hope you ain't dating dry crackers. Glory. Y'all didn't see that coming. You didn't see it coming down the road. You didn't see it. Y'all should have seen that coming. Y'all should have, you should have known that was on the way. I hope you ain't out there with saltine crackers. Glory to God. Thinking that you're eating crawfish tail, but you got next to your crackers because you meet Bahaya. Stop dancing. Stop, stop, stop. So you got, I told you I had to preach this morning. I had, I had to close this this morning. Glory to God. And so you got to be careful. Because those needs will cause you just pull at stuff. And you don't even know what you're pulling at. 
And you grab something, and this is not, because if you were fully conscious, you wouldn't be calling crackers crawfish. But it's something about that void that needs to be filled, and you there. Huh. Now when it's over, you try to figure out how in the world. How did I end up in a relationship with club cracker? Club social. Let's walk. Let's walk. Can we walk? Let's walk. So I'm 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 almost there. I'm leaving that place now because we're getting ready. The last five weeks was understanding. We were staying in the, we were the same place for, for five weeks. We wasn't moving you forward. We were just trying to stay right there and get an understanding. We was watching tape, watching game tape, and trying to understand how this thing works for five weeks. Now we're about to press forward. The teaching really starts now. So we're pressing forward. Uh, so you, you got to know this. There is something in you that's going to grab for the next best thing. And if it ain't the best thing, it's just the next thing. Then the next thing is the nearest thing. And the nearest thing could just end up being a thing. Hmm. Many of y'all have gone all through life and liquor was never your thing. Never. You've been gone through all that time and you didn't duck liquor. But now life didn't happen. And that void there and you end up grabbing for something. And don't know how you end up drinking now. Some of y'all don't know how you got by in numbers. Some of you don't know how you end up in all these relationships. When you were all about loyalty growing up. You were annoyed by people that weren't loyal. That used to bother you. When you saw a sweet Arden crawl your skin, I can't believe you'd be unfaithful to that good man. You'd be unfaithful to that good woman, but now you didn't realize the chasm was growing on the inside of you. And now you're pulling things to fill a void. And now you got multiple partners. And don't know how you got there. Because there's something, I need you all to hear me, man. Hear me, hear me. Because I don't, I don't want nobody to laugh and miss this. That you pulling on stuff now and trying to fill a void and you are now acting out of character. Because it's not you. And you know this ain't you. you pulling, pulling on stuff because what you wanted wasn't there. And what you needed, you didn't even show what you needed. So you just grab stuff. You never used to be no person with low self-esteem. All your life you was confident. Come on, Denzel. All your life you was bold, daring. Now you safe and scared. Any of y'all had a moment like that? How did I get here? Oh, only me was up those kind of moments. How, how did I get here? I, I was, I was, come on, Vera, what's the picture of creativity? And now my life is monochromatic. All I was was color. Now it's stale. 
Everything is shades of gray. And that ain't me. I know me. I'm the life of the party. Now people cheering me up. I'm the one who everybody wanted to be around because I would show them a good time. Now I'm sulking. How, how did I get here? Where did the color go? Where did the laughter go? Where did I go? Where did I lose me? Because these voids existed and you didn't know they was existing. And so subconsciously he was trying to fulfill these voids. Oh, they give you, oh, can I say that, Father? Is that cool to say? Okay. You want a sinner, you just empty. No, you, you ain't bad. You just empty. <laughs> I wish I could have you raise your hand right now. That those all you just who could be honest and say, you know what? Well, motto. I am empty. Watch this in the Mali in the in the NIV. Watch this, man. James chapter 4. Man, this is so good. Man, I wish I had three hours. James chapter 4, watch this. What causes fights and quarrels among you? This is NIV now. Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Let us sit for a little while. They don't come from the devil. They come from desires that battle within you. I'm telling you, subconsciously you grab for stuff. James goes further. James says, you desire but do not have, so you can. Don't think about murder. Think about what you didn't kill to get those desires that you don't have. Oh, whose marriage did you kill? Whose opportunity did you kill? Whose, whose future is now on life support because of your desires? Hmm. How have you compromised your children? Compromise your spouse. Uh-oh. Compromise your anointing. Because of your desires. You covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. Can I make an announcement? A lot of the quarreling and fighting Shaquille is against God. We throw, in, we throw in tantrums because we can't get what we want. So now we're fighting God. And God, he answered our prayer. And we on the praise team wearing black. Being faithful. They give us a uniform, we wear it. 
We sacrifice to come to church on time. We pray fast, seek the face of God to do his work. And how is it I don't get what I want? Shouldn't I get some points? Shouldn't I get some grades? For being um, uh, uh, faithful? There's an app for that. There's this dude who was given one talent. And he was faithful over it. Protective over it. And the end of the day, he was told to go, <laughs> scripture, go to hell. That's in the Bible, y'all. Read the Bible. Go where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Many of us are quarreling and fighting with God because he didn't answer our prayer yet. Come on here, man. Come on here. Are we mad at God? And sitting on the prayer call and ain't saying that no, he ain't coming at all because I'm sick of this. Yeah, thank God for Tito and Lee. But I've been praying longer than ever for my breakthrough. And my breakthrough can't reach. So you're quarreling with God. Fighting with him because he ain't being fair. God, now I can ask for some honest people. How many people can be honest and admit that you've gone through that cycle and some of you may still be there now. You either been there in the past or there now where God ain't treat you fair. Come on, man. Where you're feeling worse, God, look at the liars in the church, Lord, they will tell the truth. Where you look at your life, look at what's happening, and your conclusion was, God, you ain't being fair to me. I got a book of people who I didn't write off what they owe me. I, you said, so I sowed. You said, give, I, why I broke? I've been tithing every, every, every month, every week for the last four years. And you said you'd open the windows of heaven. Look at everything shut up. Bars. You told me that you would open up the windows. You said men would give to my bosom. Press down. Shake it again. Running over. What? What am I off? Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 6015125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.